Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Second Corinthians chapter 1. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. Wow. <laughs> Blessed be, be the God, God and Father. Why don't you read first? Hey, hey. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, uh-huh. This is Second Corinthians. Yes. 1 3. Mm. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, comfort. Mm. who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we, that we may, may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we, we ourselves, ourselves are comforted, are comforted by, by God. God. Wow. Yes, even as we start easing out of lockdown mm. and back into civilian life. <laughs> We know that this season may not have been easy for some of you. Yeah. Uh, some of you, other unexpected things may have happened. You may have been laid off because they are downsizing at your workplace because they don't have enough work in this time. Mm. You may have spent your savings or you may have had no savings. Mm. I know that a lot of couples have gone through a lot of good stuff in this season a lot of discovery, a lot of healing, a lot of connection. Mm. Others have struggled. Yes. uh, Because now you're in the same space, you are jumping over the basin, the (laughs) slipper is on the kitchen table, the fork is under the bed, and you're wondering why people cannot place the items where (laughs) they belong. belong. And so there's been quite a bit of struggle for some people Mm. this week. And uh, like we were saying last week as we looked at David's life and Psalm 23, Mm. even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you. You are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Mm. Many, many people make the mistake of interpreting difficulties to mean the absence of God. And that's not true. Mm. As we started sharing about that situation with David and we said, today we'll talk about Paul. And even Jesus, the presence of difficulties does not mean the The absence of God. God. It doesn't. Take me back to verse 3. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort. Think about that. God is a God of all comfort. In other words, when do you ever need comfort? When you're troubled. Yeah. When the situation is difficult, yes, right? Yes. That's when you need comfort. Yes. But what does this say? That our God, our Father, the Father of Matthew, is the God of, of all, all comfort. comfort. Hmm. In other words, when we are in deep pain, in deep trouble, experiencing hmm. loss, experiencing uh, heart wrench, gut wrenching, heart throbbing, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. God is there. There. And what does it come with? Comfort. Comfort. Not Chiboko. Not Chiboko. People think that God is this guy who just has implements for hurting people and is trying to figure out how to fully use them. No. Our father is a father of comfort. We aren't speaking to that. 
I, I for, I'll speak about like for myself for for a long time. I found that when I go through difficult times, I'm hard on myself uh. because I feel like, why would you even feel this way? Eh? How can you even allow yourself to think this way? It's like, and, and the picture in my mind is that God is irritated uh, with, uh, with my uh, uh. with uh, with what I'm going through. It's like He's like snap out of it. Is what I be seeing in my mind that he's irritated. He's he thinks we are not being mature. You're not being mature. Like how can you allow yourself to even be sad for two hours? Eh? After all I've done for you, you know there's this this ongoing and you know guilt leads to shame, and then the shame leads to more pain in your heart. So now you're feeling bad about feeling bad, and then you bury <laughs> the thing somewhere so you don't even allow God to comfort you, mm. and then I start it starts coming out on others. But the thing is that I've not allowed God to deal with it. To sort of sit with, with, with my father, the God of all comfort, that he says he's close to the brokenhearted and he comforts, he comforts those who are, who are oppressed. Like actually God is close to you. Like the more you are in pain, the closer he wants you to feel him. Yeah. So the temptation is to, is to run away from God in times mm. of trouble mm. and then come to him when you feel like you have your act together. But yet he is the source of strength. He is the one I who think, can... I think the confusion is people thinking that he's the one who is causing the pain in the first place. Yeah? That too. Like people who think God brings you sickness to teach you a lesson. Uh, so how do you even... So then you, how do you start praying for healing? How? Because oh, you're disobeying oh, taking God. medicine. It yeah. means that you're, you, are, you are disobeying the punishment. Uh -huh. You know, like when they tell you, eat the food and finish it and then you refuse. So, if God is <laughs> put in the sickness, don't take medicine. Yeah. Okay, I know that sounds yeah, don't, so bad. Don't, don't but, do uh, I'm just saying, it's not. It's and people not always put that vessel. Uh, the the, thorn, the, in the, the flesh. thorn in the flesh that was given to Paul. And they don't put it in context. You know, they say without a context, you're going to get a corn. <laughs> the text without a context is a corn. Is a corn. You, you see that uh. throughout the Bible, the thorn in the flesh mm. represents... Ah, the enemies yes. of Israel who, who were oppressing them. The enemies of Israel were the thorn in the flesh. If you look at Paul's life in the book of Acts, what was his real thorn in the flesh? Oppression. Yes. Being lowered in a basket, being stoned. Like people were trying to kill him. Consistently. Consistently. Yeah. And, and I think he was asking God, God, there's something about yeah. this. Like, well, are, are we in this together? Why, why am I being let down in a basket yeah. as if I'm a cook? And I got her in my grace is sufficient. That's the thorn in the flesh. I have to be authoritative on that because there is enough confusion out of there where people always just assume that the thorn in the flesh is sickness. sickness. But it doesn't say anywhere that it's sickness. Also, there is no scriptural precedent anywhere where they call sickness a thorn in the flesh. Never. The son in the flesh were always the enemies of God's people yes. who are oppressing them yes. and trying to, to... They became a thorn in their flesh. Yeah. So he says, he is the God of all comfort. Next verse. Who comforts us? In all. In how many? All. All our tribulation. Mm. That we may be able... There is a reason he does that. That we ourselves, we may be able to comfort those who are in any, any. trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. You see, mm -hmm. it's people who've been through certain kinds of pain yes. who are able to minister to certain people in that same kind exactly. of pain. A person who has never had a, 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 these friends of ours, 
they, they started this great ministry. Vesso is me, yeah? Kathy, yes. Kecho, and others. Because they've experienced the pain of miscarriage. Yes. You know, a person who has never had a miscarriage, <laughs> it sounds so hollow trying to talk to a person who has had a yes. miscarriage. Yes, <laughs> Because they don't understand that pain. No. But he says that, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble. With what? With, with the, the comfort, same comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. In other words, if we don't position ourselves to be recipients exactly, of, of God's, God's comfort. comfort, we disqualify ourselves. We, we lose the opportunity to be carriers of that same comfort to other people. Don't speak it That's exactly what I was thinking, that for me to be able to comfort others, I have to receive comfort. Mm. Why Kesho and Kathy are able to comfort yeah. you know, families, both men and women who have suffered loss of children, is because they have they accepted the comfort of God. Had they stayed bitter yeah. and angry towards God, they would join the band of God is just his effect. Mm. You know. Mm. And, and 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 I think of in, in the storm of life, you can talk about comfort now when you don't need comfort. But in the midst of the storm, eh, oh, it's yeah. where you have to intentionally oh, yeah. allow yourself to go to God and instead of running away from him, you run mm. to him mm. at that point. Mm. The mm. disciples, they are in a storm. Uh, and Jesus is with them, right? Yeah. He's with them. He's with them. But then they say, do you not care? Do you see mm. the first thing that comes mm. to your mind is mm. there's a temptation to think God doesn't care. Mm. The thing mm. you say that mm. the absence mm. of trouble in our minds is the presence of God in our minds. Mm. But it's not true. He's a very present help in time in of trouble. of trouble. Yes, he's closest at that point. And Jesus' answer is my have faith in God. Mm. Like, because mm. faith is rooted in love. So then we have to know that God loves us. Mm. I have to be convinced of the love of God. To, like for me, I'll, to, I'll talk about being married. I found that even in the marriage, I try to hide my pain from my husband sometimes. Mm. Not because I don't trust him, but I feel like some, I've, I've told him sometimes, I don't want to burden you with that. Then he told me, how can you say that? Yeah. How can you say to me, you don't want to burden me? I love you. So if you're hiding your pain from me, what kind of person do you think I am? Would you mm, want me to do mm, the same? And mm. I think it's the same with God that why do I think he's irritated? Why do I think he's putting me on a clock of eight? Mm. Hey, you know, get over Some here. Some of us think, think we can only speak to God. Our prayer, our prayer life is so sanitized. <laughs> yes. If you read this book of Psalms, oh, the way David oh, talks oh, to God oh, sometimes. Oh. Yeah, it's like... Eh, are you talking to God? Uh, How much longer will you forget me, Lord? Yeah, yeah, like... Eh, why, why, why? You know, why, why? But we can be confident that our Father understands yes. us and He loves he us. He loves us. And He wants to comfort us. Take me verse, to verse 8. Verse 8. He says, Why don't read for us verse 8? For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength. Wow. So that we despaired even of life. Mm. Next. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, mm. who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Mm. You also helping together in prayer for us that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so, 
So, so Paul is describing a, a scenario, mm. a situation. Now, mm -hmm. it's very interesting, you know. Every time I read Paul, it's very interesting. Mm. The other thing I said on Sunday, mm. oh, there was a problem with Paul. Paul was a man of God. <laughs> he raised the dead, mm. he healed the sick, yeah. uh, guys who had never walked all their lives walked under his ministry. And yet, he was a simple man. Yes. He, he, he writes to the Corinthians, I think it's in First Corinthians, he says that we were, we were with you in tears. Mm. We were within tears, right? Like, Paul, one reason is that the now he's sitting down with, with this crying. crying together about something that has gone wrong. Yes. He was so open. Mm. You know, in the rest of Galatians, when he was rebuking them for, oh, where, where, he says that that when I was with you, you could have taken out your eyes and given them to me. But he says that I, I I did not hide my infirmity. His weakness. Mm. Yeah, my weakness. Okay. Like, but my weakness was present with you, and yet you still accepted me, mm. even with my weakness. You see that, that, that we, we are getting into a generation of fake preachers. <laughs> you, you fake fake people. Fake people. What? Fake people become fake preachers. Uh, In order to get fake preachers, you have to first get fake, fake people. people. Fake preachers who give people the idea that there is never anything wrong with mm -hmm. their lives. Mm -hmm. That they've got it together. together. Everything is all, all right. right, all the time, all the time, because I am anointed, a man of God, anointed, appointed for the for the hour. I'm on the man of the hour, uh -huh. and nothing can go wrong <laughs> in my life. And, and then they get into trouble because no one was there to help them. But Paul says. We do not want it to be ignorant, ignorant of our trouble. He admits. Wow. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> now, there are people watching who are watching us. They have two percent of Paul's anointing. <laughs> but man, they want everyone to be ignorant of their <laughs> trouble. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. No one can ever tell that I had a bad day. Yes. No. Mm, all that amount of no, kaunga. No, 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 no. Mm. Amount of kaunga. Mm. All that we are in January, Kati. No munyo te guli. Have you ever eaten beans without salt? No, I'm sorry, please. No, I've not. So, I've not yet. No, please. I please. It's, it's not <laughs> useful for you to try. That's why we are telling you, join a mission or community. Mm. Join a mission or community. There is a phone number on your screen. Call that number to be connected to a loving spiritual family to work with you, to disciple you, to help you grow in your character and competences of Christ, yes. that you will become the man of God, the woman of God that we are created to be, who is going to shake nations. Amen. The other day I started a group of people, uh, people want to become dis disciples of Jesus, mm. and it's called nations. Mm. They want to become nations. nations. You are a nation. nation. And he, on the other side of you is a, a nation. Na Amen. Because God had a personal relationship with a man called Abraham, which became a national relationship with a nation true. called Israel. Israel. And that's how God has designed it for all of us to become nations. Wow. That we're the nation. It's true. 
Sometimes you're going to run into trouble. Yes. So Paul says, we don't want you to be ignorant, brethren. We don't want to pretend that because we are anointed, we preach the gospel, mm. we know how to dress up oh, yeah. and look smart. Come on. We don't want you to be ignorant that sometimes <sighs> life sucks yep. outside in our home. Sometimes our marriages are yeah. so bad. We have yeah. to call in our friends to come and... <laughs> and, and, and I don't know whether you, you have ever had to do that. Mm. Ari and I, we have had mm. to do that a few times. Calling some of our friends to break a long, ongoing <laughs> cold war. You know, when, when, cold. Oh, yeah, cold. Ah, he doesn't know how to quarrel. Auntie, so you are safe. Auntie, there are two approaches to quarrels in marriage. Eh, is the, no, there is the uh, rhinoceros approach. Just and then you come the, charging. Uh, now one I, I did earlier. Uh, then uh, there is the porcupine approach. No, you first roll up into a ball of thorns. And then you prick. Mpao. Let him dare touch. You touch. But for now it is porcupine. <laughs> so sometimes we have that. Yeah. And people don't think that those things happen to us because we are anointed, we are appointed. Uh, and sometimes we have pain. Yeah. Sometimes you know one of the worst things about leadership this mm. week is relationships. Yeah. Talk about it. When you have to prioritize the mission of a personal relationship mm -hmm. and there's pain, there's and pain. both sides are hurting mm. but because you're the leader you have to make the decision you're the bad guy and you, you, your name gets talked about but mm. because you're the leader you can't say anything no you can't go around uh, talking ill of your spiritual children <laughs> and say yeah no she also did this about what this. no no you just take it on the chin and keep going mm. And then we have those pastoral sessions of ours where we just gather to talk about it and laugh. <laughs> and laugh. <laughs> and be like, everything and is going to yeah, be all yeah, right. Yeah, and I think that is important. Yeah. Please find your space. Find your Get into an MC. Let me Mucho tell you where you can cool. talk about these things yeah? and laugh. And Yeah, hmm? he's saying we don't want you to be ignorant mm. of our trouble which can pass in Asia that we are burdened beyond Me measure. measure. What above strength, my goodness. Above strength, so that we despair even, even, of, life. even of life. Like the, I don't know. I, I pray that this is not the case, but it might be that there might be people watching, who are watching us mm. who've reached that point before. It may be current, maybe previous. Mm. Of, I think I want to take my own life. Yes. You see, if if you feel suicidal. It's right here in the scriptures. It's, yeah, Paul. From who? Paul, the anointed apostle himself. He yeah. said, we despaired even of, of life. life. Like, we, we were so pressured mm. that we started considering death as a better alternative, alternative to, life. to life. And there are people who have reached that point. Mm. You've considered death as a better alternative to life. Mm. You've looked at those drugs. You've looked at that, that stuff. You, you've, you've looked mm -hmm. at whatever options you think could help you 
get a painless exit from this painful existence, mm. you are not alone. Yeah. You're not the first. Mm. Paul! Paul! Paul. Like, you would think I if I was Paul, Paul, I would be on CNN. Okay, something <laughs> significant. Like, why would I ever despair of life? Mm-hmm. Paul despaired of me. Mm. The man who took down Corinth, Ephesus, uh, what was that big city? Athens. Athens. Uh, where did this start? Damascus. The man who took down cities for Christ. Cities. At one point, there was a six hour uproar in Ephesus. <laughs> People just joined the demonstration, not knowing what it is about. But just. But the hey, greatest Diana, the God of the yeah. Ephesians, greatest Diana. One guy like this. One guy like this. He entered and the. People don't even know why they are demonstrating. Now you have that much influence. You take down the principality by just arriving in the city. Yes. And you're despairing of life. Even of life. So I don't know. I don't know what more we can tell people. I don't know. I, I, for me, as you're speaking, again, from the f- first portion we looked at, and this is that it begins with admission mm. that because they're poor watching us who are probably have been going through, you're, you're, you're discouraged, but you're, you can't allow. Mm. In terms of, not that you want to stay discouraged, but that the beginning mm. is, I you have to admit, to your no, it can't yeah. be. You, you have to admit that right now, I'm not okay. Mm. And then receive the comfort of that Lord. Mm. Mm. And then once you've received the comfort of God, you will be a better minister. Because as you're speaking, I thought to myself, one of the things that makes you a very powerful teacher of the word, Mose, is that you're able to admit weakness. You're able to admit trouble and trial. That you're not this plastic man who is unattainable, who... Yes, you have the anointing, you, you do incredible stuff, but we also know that, and you know what that does for a person that you're leading is that I know that it's okay to go through certain things and that doesn't diminish my capacity to oh, lead, to my calling. It's oh. not like, because sometimes people feel like something is wrong with me, like how can I be feeling this way? I've had those thoughts before, how can I feel this? I know better, I know the scriptures, how can I even question? How can I, how can I? And that doesn't help because then I cannot receive comfort. Mm. That it has to begin with, look at Apostle Paul, he said that I, I want to actually confess to you, I don't want to be ignorant. Why would Paul do that? Because he knows that once these people ever go through this, they should mm. know that nothing is wrong with them. But that he was burdened beyond measure, above mm. strength, and he despaired even of life. of life. So that if you've gone through these things in this season, and if it ever happens to you, to know that nothing is wrong with me, Mm-mm. okay? So that if, because if you run away from God, you're going to turn to something else. Yeah. And that's the temptation. The enemy wants to make you turn away from the one who can comfort you to a, a thing. Well, a response that will destroy you. That will destroy you, exactly. You know, the other thing that the Lord has just showed me right now mm-hmm. in this scripture is that. Paul is not alone. No. <laughs> he we. says, we don't want you to know, or, or, we yes, don't we. want you to be ignorant of, uh. of brethren, of our trouble. Not my trouble. Not my trouble. So the worst thing you can do when you're going it's through that is that. be alone. Uh. That's the worst thing you can do. Lock yourself in that room and keep the lights off, not even open the curtains through that day because oh, you're going I've through a depression. That's the worst thing you can do. Open the windows, open the curtains, 
get out, make a cup of tea, make that phone call, yes. talk to someone. Don't be alone when you are going through a deep pit. It's extremely dangerous, and that's how the devil likes it. He would want you to be alone and to be deceived into thinking, uh -huh. I'm, I'm alone in this, I'm the only one, no one cares about me. Uh -huh. You know, you're not this way. <laughs> when I went to university, we were a small class. Mm. We were a small class. In fact, our whole class, we were about 20. <laughs> At the university? Class. Yeah. We were about 20. We started around 28, and then oh, people changed courses, and we, we ended up uh, uh, being around 22, 24. You know, some of my classmates have died. Already? Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, committed suicide. Oh, dear. A very yeah. lovely girl. He thought it was okay. Mm. So, these things I'm talking about are real. Are real. Are real. So, please, I don't want you to be there and think we are not being spiritual right now. Mm -hmm. Because I know some of you, you only want to talk victory. Only. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, this man, Paul. He was a victorious man. Mm. Jesus it's, yes. went through this situation yes. in Gethsemane. Mm. Same By the time the man is sweating blood, blood you know, you better believe it's not easy. Uh -huh. but, but see what he says next, next verse. He says that... Uh, verse 9. Verse 9. Uh, he says, yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. <laughs> that we should not trust in exactly. ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Like they despaired of life and they were like, okay, mm. two food day. Like, we, not even in a joking way, I always say, no, no, two food day. No. They were like, mm. you know what? We are as good as dead. Mm. Our only hope is who? God. 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 I don't know if you want to speak into that as we start finishing. God is our refuge. And strength. strength. You don't need a refuge if there's no trouble. Not so. Yeah. Why would you, you, you have a refuge? There's a verse, Mananya, Proverbs 18.1. Mm. It says that a man who isolates himself mm. seeks his own desire, he rages against all wise judgment. That is in New King James. I like it in the Amplified. It mm -hmm. says a man who willfully separates himself from God and man mm. seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom and judgment. Mm. Like basically, if the enemy desires to destroy you, he separates you. Isolate you. you. That's the dominant strategy of Satan. Yes, you run away from mission or communities. You, like there are some of you who have stayed away from all the calls from your leaders. What? Do you know why? Something is going on on the inside of you, and your enemy has convinced you that you can't allow yourself to be seen this way. So you hide, and then he corners you. Oh, and the other thing he does sometimes after isolating you from those who really care about you, uh -huh. he brings New other people into oh, your yeah, life dangerous. who look like they care about uh -huh. you. Mike Maddock put it this way, he says, when the devil will destroy you, he brings a person into your life. <laughs> That's how he works. He will separate you from those who truly care about you, like that lost son yes. who left his father's comfort and love and went and got joined to a gang of people mm. and then he blew his whole yes. inheritance. Thank God for grace he went back home and yes. was reinstated. Yes. And you can do that right now yes. in case you're in that position. 
and you are, you are in riotous living. <laughs> like you cannot separate day and night. You are yeah. like, they all are make, uh, and uh, they don't Monday. But then we are on Wednesday. Well, mm, but yeah, you go again, <laughs> making a good drunkard. <laughs> but you, there is restoration for you. There is restoration for you. Preach, preacher. God is our refuge and strength. Mm. I was thinking, the thing of, you cannot, you don't need a refuge if there's no trouble. Or you could take refuge in, in, in a storm or in trouble when there's trouble. And then he is a very present help in time of trouble. Then the next verse says, therefore, because Ooh, God is a good as a refuge. Yeah. Like when you are aware that God is my refuge, I'm not running away from him and he's my strength and he's present with me. Because of that, when I think about the magnitude of God and even in the midst of trouble, therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth is removed, do you imagine mm. the earth being removed? Mm. And the mountains are carried into the midst of the sea. Imagine you find the mountain moved into the into Lake Victoria. There is a word for that. <laughs> what is that? Tumultuous. <laughs> Tumultuous. Like even if the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake, then he says there is a river whose streams make glad in the city of God. Yeah. That basically the place of comfort, the place of when you go to God in the midst of chaos, you guys, he restores your soul. Yeah. He restores your soul. God is able to center you. The chaos may continue, but God will center me. Yeah. God will center me. So he, he wants, God wants to comfort you. God wants to center you. And he, sometimes, yes, it is in the place of prayer. Sometimes it's in community. Mm. To find a person who can tell you, I've been there. I know how you feel. This thing is going to end. Now let's do this. Let's walk together so that you don't feel that. I'm so bad. I'm so terrible. It's over. Mm. and my life is over it will never it is it is no everything you've been through someone has been through and they've yep. overcome yep yep yeah. verse 10 verse 10 as we finish verse 10 of uh second Corinthians chapter one it says who delivered us from so great a death yeah. and does deliver us like what he did back then he still, still does. doing it in whom we trust that he will still, still deliver. Just the three tenses there. Wow. Deliver us. Does deliver us. Will still, still deliver. He's the same yesterday, Jesus, today, today, and, and forever. tomorrow. Mm. He will never leave you, Amen. nor forsake you. Yes. He has delivered you before. Mm. He's delivering you now. Yeah. He will deliver you. Amen. Don't panic. Mm. Don't quit. Mm -hmm. Throw away the bottle. Mm. Throw away the smokes. It is well, it is well. with your soul. Mm. And we just want to tell you it is, okay. it is okay. Why don't we pray for these people yeah. who are watching us today? And some of you may know people who have been through a tough time this season. Yeah. Who are going through a tough time. Mm. I'm going to ask you to do something for us. Mm. Please copy this uh, video once we've finished. Send it to them. Let them watch it. Okay? Don't, don't let them despair of life thinking they are by themselves. Yeah. Send it to them. Let them watch it. All right. Mm. Start. And Father, we thank you for your word. Mm. Your word is power. Your word is comfort. Your word is a counselor. So we thank you for your word today on being a comforter, being a present help. Lord, I pray for every person watching today who has found themselves in trouble in pain, even of our own making. Lord, I know that you are not irritated, you're not 
you know, sitting back saying, okay, serves you right, but mm. you're there to comfort mm. us, mm. to pick us up, to lift us up, because a righteous man may fall seven times, but he rises up. And yes. you're the one who picks us up, and you're the lifter of our head, the, our glory, not the one who puts us down. Lord, I pray that every one of us will experience you like that. Whenever trouble comes, we'll remember that you're the one to run to and not away from. Mm. So Lord, may we hear your voice. May we walk with you. May you show us anyone who is in trouble that we need to comfort with the comfort that we've received before. And allow us to be open to comfort in seasons when we need it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Father, thank you for all the people who have watched today and those who are going to watch this after. Mm. We, I'm praying for a miraculous enveloping Amen. of that warm mm. feeling of love. Mm to some special people who need it right now. Mm. They are there. Yes. You know yourselves. Mm. You're hurting. Mm. You're crying. Mm. May you just experience a warmth all over your body. And may you cry. Cry. Just mm. let it out. Just let it out. Father, I pray that will happen, that your Holy Spirit will minister to many people this way, yes. in a special way. Mm. Just letting the tears wash their souls mm. and let them experience the warmth of your love. But they will know that the words you've spoken today, that you are the comforting God yes, and not Lord. idle words, but they are the truth. Mm -hmm. And help them experience it at the level where they are. Yes. Some are not even able to lift their faith right now uh. to reach out and, and receive it. They are like Lazarus in the tomb. May, 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 may you bring them a person to take away the stone mm. and may they hear your words mm. and experience your love. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.